0: self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we, we are, are a conversation card artist what's going on people it's your boy mr. on point and i have to let y'all know something red is sick she sounds worse than when she was michelle out here she sounds worse than any time she's ever been congested she sounds horrible so she is not with us this episode and instead of doing this episode by myself i went and got a special guest
1: by the name of cole motherfucking jackson hi everyone <laughs> it's me cole jackson how you doing uh i am cole jackson from government name podcast uh we have collabed so many times, and I have been in some of your videos. I appreciate you. I am now a W list celebrity. W. W list. That's where I'm at right now. now. I don't know about you, bruh. I'm about W list celebrity. Maybe right a, a letter up or a letter down. It I might don't know. Be. It might be. It's all good, man. Um, real quick, if you haven't heard any of the things that I've done, I'm going to throw it out there. Like I said, I do government Name Podcast, which is. Come out the same day as you guys, every Tuesday. Um I am CEO of BYKradio.net, a website where you can get your underground hip-hop, you can get your RB, everything like that. Um gosh, I do artist spotlights, I do interviews with with talent around the city of Birmingham. You name it, I I do it. You you got a hat out, put it on and do it. So that's it, man. Um shout out to my homeboy, my co-host Shogun. Shout out to him, and uh, shout out to Red. Red's my homie, too, and and I, I hate to see that she went down like that. Somebody <laughs> somebody shot in the ass with some flu. <laughs> <laughs> like someone said, got your ass. <laughs> probably that Jamaican they be looking for ass That's probably him. He probably got her. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: He probably done figured out how to put some flu on the end of a machete,
1: <laughs> walking around putting it on the steps and stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no telling what he done did. Like,
1: I'm, I'm I'm, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you, girl. One way or another. Yeah, so that's what he. That's what she did. She got sick, so don't be surprised if we get a call from Red that's saying the Jamaicans knocking at the door. We gotta go get him. He gonna get But that we gotta ass. get Ant first. <laughs> that's a karate man. We, we gotta get. We gotta go get the black belt, y'all. We get the the we'll come, man. but we gotta come with reinforcements. <laughs> I always think about him as like Steven Seagal black version. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I think about him.
0: Look, I'm going to add something to everything that Cole Jackson said about himself and, and the things that he got going on. There is a BYNK radio app. How could I forget that?
1: And I own the damn company.
0: Download the app. I The app is on my phone. I legit, when I want to listen to rap and don't know where I want to go because I mostly listen to R&B, I just put, the, put it on. Thank you. And 70% of the time it's something that I would listen to.
1: <laughs> I'm the program director as well. <laughs> but we got we got R&B on that too, man. We got some R&B stuff. I put R&B stuff on that too, man. We we've expanded a lot. Thank you, man. I completely forgot about that. Right now we only got it for Android. iPhone people, it's coming. Y'all just too damn expensive. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers too damn high. Uh for us to get an app made for you guys, but it's coming. Right now, if you got Android, yeah, go to the go to the Google Play Store and put in BYNK Radio, and that's it. Thank you, bro. I'm, I appreciate that, man. Like, right, man. That, like I said,
0: thirty percent of the time, I don't want to hear what it is, but that's because I'm real hard on rap. Yeah, you know. But most of the time, like I, I, I spend a whole day like just going to the BYNK app, Thank which. If you know my music patterns, I just mm. listen to the same album all day. Mm. Sizzle Control, I've just listened to that, like, all day. Mm. Well, Big Crit, last week, before, mm. the, like, the six weeks previous to that, it was just been Sizzle Control. Classic. That Big,
1: that Big Crit is a classic. That Big Peter. Crit is all right. Uh, What's your favorite song on that? Oh, uh, I Gotta Get Away. Gotta Get Away. I love that, like, the the damn sample he took. That song just take me. It takes me away, dog. Like I, like I be stressed out sometimes and shit. I listen to that song. I'm, I'm straight that, and I think it's called Wrapped uh, in Gold. I think it's like the very yeah, last, last song on the yeah. album. Man. Bury me in gold. Yeah, bury me in gold. Yeah, man.
0: It's ridiculous, but <sighs> like, that's my second favorite song. My first one is Mixed Messages.
1: Oh yeah, that's a, that's. A I just song like I don't
0: know. I just like how he put together all the
1: contrast and that junk is nice. He did that that's a that's a classic, man. I don't care what nobody say. That big critter's a classic. Like he just did and for somebody to do I was listening to uh one of our other podcasts, Social Introvert. I'm I'm plugging everybody on my on my website. Uh, see David said it best, he was like, Man, that ain't even no trap music album. That's like like he said, he said it's like country rap tunes. I was like, Yeah, it really is. Like it's soulful. It's soulful, it's uh it still got that hip hop feel. Like I feel like, I feel like he took like some old Outkast and took some old uh, UGK and took. Some, he just took a whole lot of old Southern rap and just mixed it together and came up with that album. To me, it got like that
0: hood hop sound. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it ain't hood content. Mm-hmm. It's like introspective about life and circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like that bury me and gold. That mixed messages. Mm-hmm. That. The song with Jill Scott in it. Oh God. Like. Oh God.
1: bro like, if y'all ain't got that big crit, man, please. Don't get that big crit. It's so it, and it ain't what you think it is either. Like, I thought, like, Big Crit, you heard some old big crit yeah. stuff before, right? Yeah. Old Big Crit stuff be knocking your trunk. He which he got that on there too, but like this guy's the messages he got on this album, so it's so many. It's like, he just telling so many different stories. Like, I just, it just feels, it's like a personal album to me. I love shit like that. I like it. I like it.
0: But, anyway, let's get started with this situation. If you want to find me, you can go to uh, Twitter and Instagram, um, Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. Uh, did you
1: I ain't, plug my, I ain't plug my social media. Let me get my social media out there. Look, if you are a fat girl and you are trying to get down with me, DM me uh cole jackson one two that's in awesome on twitter right now and uh my instagram is cole jackson underscore b-y-n-k and fat women if you're cute in the face thick in the waist uh just dm me it's fine i won't tell your boyfriend uh we can go out to eat you paying of course because uh, you big and um let's we'll get into a good conversation <laughs> I love me so Fat Girl Twenty Seventeen, man. it's, yeah, it's coming season, and I need to get warm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we, we just see if we can help you with that. I love them. me a big woman.
0: Look, if y'all want to send any listener letters to the show, you can send those to conversationconartist at gmail dot com. We'll check that out, and you know, try y'all have to some your of question.
1: the best listener letters in the world. <laughs> it be some of the, And then anytime that it's something that makes Red feel uncomfortable, that's even better. That is amazing. I love it. Love it when you it. Did, you can literally hear her squirm. Exactly. <laughs> if y'all want to say something that
0: y'all think will make Red uncomfortable, just do it. We'll talk the, about it. That'd
1: be the best thing. <laughs> Red said something to me about meats the other day <laughs> because now me, you, and Shogun use it. And she was just like, I, she was like, I was literally in the grocery store because um, uh, I know she was sick and I was trying to make sure she was cool. And I was like, I said, man, look at all these, all these, I'm over here in the meats section. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, I hate you because every time I hear that, I think about Eddie when he say, I mean, I'm thinking about On Point when he say meats. (laughs) Like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Meats. That's
0: how you rebrand words.
1: (laughs) That's how you do it.
0: (laughs) You got to call stuff what it is. You got to say ground beef. (laughs) And... You can't say meats no more. <laughs> meats. <laughs>
1: it's
0: like a it's like a ghost picture of a penis just to appear while you're looking at the ground like, beef like, like Hmm <laughs> Meats. <laughs> exactly. So So what me and Cole Jackson is about to do though oh, man. is we we got a list. This ain't particularly a listener letter, but this is a uh, a list that uh that I, I found on Facebook, it's Dear Black Parents, you need to stop doing these 13 things. Wow. Now, Cole Jackson have no idea what's on this list right now. I have now. no <laughs> idea. So, it's gonna be fresh, but... Yeah, that's a hot take. There's gonna be some hot takes right here. We finna see. Mm-hmm. All right, number one. Black parents, you need to start requiring us to contribute financially While we're still in our teens and early 20s. That is false.
1: That's false? Yeah. You live in this house? If you, (laughs) like my folks always tell me, if you old enough to walk, you old enough to get a damn job. That is false. (laughs) Because labor laws will fuck your life up. You can't have kids working out here. Well, you don't think that's right?
0: No, I don't. Okay. But let me read let me read a couple of posts that some people came up about it. Okay. My first job out of high school, I was making like six fifty to seven dollars an hour. Mom told me I had to give her two hundred dollars a month. I moved out shortly after. If I can't save at home, I'll grind and get my own and been grinding ever since. The next one is white children are allowed to live at home, go to college, make a mistake and learn, fall down and get back on their feet with the support of their parents. Meanwhile, a black child has to be an asset financially in order to remain in the household, otherwise you're deemed as useless. So instead of being able to get ahead, you're stuck doing jobs and things you don't want just to support a household that doesn't support you. Just the thought and pattern that I notice. Uh,
1: we economically black people are are on low on the totem pole though too, and sometimes you have to have that child to be able to kick in to be able to make it.
0: How you been making it for the last sixteen <laughs> years?
1: Now, that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because if you if you grew up like I grew up. I done had the lights cut off, the water cut off, having to borrow water from the neighbors, um, having to eat wish sandwiches, <laughs> which <laughs> is just bread <laughs> and water. Um it's it it really determines I mean some of us grew up in a in a very shitty um situation and I, I I was kidding about the – I mean, I really was told that, but <laughs> I wasn't made to go out and get a job. Yeah. Like, you know, my my uncle actually, they provided for us pretty good. and You know, they just worked all the damn time. But, like, some situations, like, I mean, I think parents do that because, like, fuck, like, we're poor. <laughs> like, we need another income. You know what I'm saying? And it's not fair to the child. But you can't compare – uh. A poor white family to a middle class white family because a middle class white family they got way more opportunities and shit to do than, than what we got.
0: I mean, I see that,
1: but in the ideal
0: situation, your kids shouldn't have to work and provide for the household. Now
1: what's your what's your what's what's an ideal situation for you though? It's like is the Cosby's a, No, know, an just ideal, ideal
0: is a situation where you don't need your child's money. Like I would feel one if I needed my child's money, I would feel like I just need to grind more. I would feel like I need another job mm-hmm. before I take my child's money. Right. And if I didn't need my child's money, but I was making them give it to me out of principle, mm-hmm. then I feel bad about myself. Right. Right. You know, so it, it in my world, ain't no situation where I would take money from my child if I've been trying to teach them to be self-sufficient and to, to save and things. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask them to give me, give me their money. Right. You know, so... Right. And I got a lot of parents on my caseloads that I work with. That I had this one parent. She made her give him her his whole checks. He had two
1: jobs. Damn. And he did it, cause he didn't have nowhere to live. He didn't got no else to say He no, had no, no, no choice. He had no else to live. But, I, I, but it's not fair. I
0: would quickly learn to just not be employed. If I'm working and I don't got no money, I why am I working?
1: Yeah, man. But shit, like at the same time. As fucked up as I'm about to say this, it kind of does teach you life skills. It's a fucked up way to learn life skills, but you're learning life skills through that shit. And I'm not saying that's the way to learn. A lot of times, okay, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be real for a second. A lot of times, you got bad parents who make, bad parents come from making bad decisions when you was younger. You just, like, you had a kid at 16 because you were going for the bullshit and now I look at you, you're in a fucked up place. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you feel like, a lot of these households, which it's sad to say, also are like single parent households. Usually a single mom, you know what I'm saying? And like, when you look at the dynamic in in, in society right now, you know, a single black woman, they earning potential is shit, right or wrong. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And then it's, it it always comes down to like, well, you know, like, it's sad to say this but a lot of times the kid it has to be the potential other half of the of the breadwinner in the house because you know she barely making it on her own you know what i'm saying it's just certain situations fuck up everything for the rest of the family you know it, does that make sense yeah it makes sense and i say it's sad to say that shit because i really wish we could change the way we do things but I mean, shit, man. A lot of times, man, these people who become parents at an early age, they ain't learned shit yet. They ain't learn no life skills. I yeah. mean, you can't teach nobody better if you don't know no better. Am I right? Wrong? You're right. Okay. You're right, but the
0: kids shouldn't have to pay the price. No. And, and 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 it should be, it's like I feel like a lot of parents are just waiting for their kids to become an asset. Oh hell, there's
1: plenty of them. <laughs> and when tax time get here, oh yeah, oh I'm claiming all my kids. <laughs> How many I got? Four. No, oh, that's uh, that's uh, that's thousands of dollars in my pocket.
0: So, I don't agree. I mean, I agree with the statement that that that's something that don't need to stop. But like I said, for me, I pick up a second job before I say I need my kids' money. Mm-hmm. If I was in that situation,
1: mm-hmm. you know, I think I think that one is a case by case. Yeah. Because sometimes, sometimes there are kids in the household that don't got no choice. Like sometimes the mom could be probably grinding her ass off and making as much money as they possibly can and the other kid just feels obligated because they see that too. You know what I'm saying? Like some mm-hmm. kids probably come out of the pocket because they, they have to because they may have a little brother or little sister that might not eat next week if they don't put in. I worked a lot when I was in High school mm-hmm.
0: talk about forty hours at McDonald's mm-hmm. and some overtime sometimes and I was making four hundred dollars every two weeks every now and then mm-hmm. My mama never asked me for money and then I when I flunked out of college I flunked out of Auburn University when I first went and mm-hmm. I came back home and I got a good job my first check for a week of work was a thousand and sixty four dollars
1: God damn
0: after taxes damn. First week, she never asked me for, for a dime. Mm-hmm. I think a part of it is because she was happy for me to be back. Mm-hmm. But my mama just always been a grinder. And that allowed me the opportunity to learn how to manage my money on my own terms mm-hmm. and not how to manage my money on her terms right. and on whatever I got left terms. And I respected that. Right. And I just – I wouldn't put a kid through that. And I try to keep my parents from putting their kids through that on my caseload, yeah. you know. But it is what it is. Like you said, this is going to be a case-by-case basis. What we got next? Number two, using public public embarrassment as punishment. (laughs) You be seeing how they be cutting them kids' hair, giving them them bald-headed fades,
1: (laughs) having them looking like George Jefferson out here? (laughs) That's disrespectful, bro. Do you know how much that has changed throughout the years of black history or families? Because it used to be like getting your ass whooped in the store. (laughs) To <laughs> getting on Facebook and whooping your kid's ass and saying you ain't to do this shit no more. It's changed a lot. Wow. Um I hate that. I hate that, man. Like, it gives other people to uh, a chance to kind of look at them and be like, they're animals. They're black most black people are animals. Look how she's beating her kid in front of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Um shit. I don't know, man, like that's the. Have you ever been publicly embarrassed as a punishment? No. Oh. No. Not as a
0: punishment. Yeah. I mean, there's a difference between being publicly embarrassed and be, and it being intentional. See, that's the thing about it. Like, it's one thing where you have to handle a negative behavior immediately where you are, mm-hmm. and it just so happens to turn up that you're embarrassed about it. Mm-hmm. But it's a different thing when you say, I'm going to plan to use embarrassment as a weapon Mm -hmm. against you for this behavior because, because I want your friends to know and I want the community to know, and I want, I'm going to shame you guilt and shame are not good things to use against children Mm -hmm. because they're still developing their personalities and guilt and shame it pushes your kid into feeling like they need to hide stuff from you. Right. If they feel like you're going to publicly embarrass them and guilt them, they're going to hide everything they can from you. Mm-hmm. You got to find ways to raise your children that makes them comfortable with telling you what's going on because they want your help. They want your help. Mm-hmm. They're, you're who they trust. Right. You're who they believe. They don't believe none of these little snotty <laughs> other friends and kids. <laughs> they yeah. want to believe you. They want your words to be the ones that, that ring true for them. Right. But, if you betray a trust by shaming and guilt, uh, guilting them in these different situations, then you're gonna get a kid that don't won't have nothing to do with you. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, I think the worst thing, the worst ones today are like, like I I distinct in this was like, a few years ago when that woman like beat up her little girl on Facebook. It's like, like was punching her putting, in the yeah, face, putting them hands on her, touching her up and down. Like I was like, damn, that's like fucked up. But And then the dude whooping his uh, kids on Facebook, like, I don't see how that can help anything at all. It can't. And the thing is, it's the same
0: thing as the power dynamics we see in our society. Mm -hmm. When you talk about something like what Harvey Weinstein got going on, the reason that he can do what he was doing is because he has the power and the other people... Feel powerless against what he can do so they accept it mm-hmm. when you talk about police mm-hmm. the police have the power and the black people are in a situation where they feel like they can do it it's the same dynamic when it comes to parents that that do that on Facebook because they know their kids ain't supposed to rise up against them she right. knows she can punch that girl in the mouth and she gonna do nothing right he know he can whoop his kid and he ain't gonna do nothing mm-hmm. because it's just gonna get worse from there if your parent is willing to punch you in the mouth with cameras on what in the world are they willing to do with the cameras off and them kids know that so they rather accept them punches on the video rather than what happens if they rise up against that situation mm-hmm. and the only reason a parent is comfortable with doing it because they have a power dynamic and they know that kid can't do nothing else. They ain't doing that to everybody else that wronged them in their world and no. their society
1: No, because they know they get their ass whooped. Period Then why would you do it to your kid? <laughs> yeah, exactly, because your kid can't do nothing against it. You, know. you, I mean you just you eloquently put that out there (laughs) i mean i I just one day we gonna see something like that and we gonna literally see somebody kill their kid on facebook i guarantee you it's gonna happen and that's the sad part about it you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i just i never really understood i never really understood why parents i mean i know you gotta handle the situation man but like you know one thing my, my mom used to tell me all the time is like whatever happened in this house happened in this house Everybody else don't need to know, you know what I'm saying, what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm punishing you, I ain't finna go out and tell my friends, like, oh, yeah, I whooped his ass last week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, And a lot of times, too, one thing that I, I, I think parents don't do anymore either is explain why they're punishing their kids. Sometimes they just beat the hell out of them and just be done with it. It never like my my folks was really good about one thing I can say is I got my ass whooped if something ha if I got in trouble I was exp- they they talked to me about it I used to hate it <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. 'cause you just beat my ass but explaining why you you got in trouble and what you are doing you know what I'm saying that's that's a lost art apparently it's a value it's valuable
0: but you got a lot of parents out here that say I don't gotta explain myself. Well, yeah, you don't have to.
1: You need to. Yeah. You should. But that's just like that's just like <laughs> the police coming up and putting cuffs on you taking you to jail, and you're like, what up? What you arresting me for? I don't have to explain myself. I'm the police. <laughs> Go to jail. Except the police got a
0: system by which they got to an answer to. Parents don't. Mm. Parents can say that if they want to, do it if they want to, and nobody can really change them.
1: That's And I've told
0: parents, like, hey, you know, this is how you need to do it, and they be like, I'll do how I want to do it. And I'd be like, fine. You know,
1: doing it how you want to do it is what got me sitting in front of you in the first place. Next thing you know, you'll be sitting in front of a, a parole officer trying to figure out where your son or daughter is getting into the shit that they getting into.
0: Yep. Unfortunately,
1: so don't use
0: public embarrassment, folks. Don't don't shame or guilt your kids. Those are not good feelings. If you don't want it to happen to you, don't do it to your kids. Yeah. Bottom yeah. line. Yeah. Three threatening our lives.
1: <laughs> believe it or not that happened to me all of my adolescent life <laughs> what's the worst threat you got uh shit worst i'll kill you Man, if you if you do that again i will i will kill you i will get my my mom told me one time what she say she said if you ever talk back to me again i'm gonna take my pistol and i'm gonna shoot your ass
0: Okay. <laughs> that, was, I, that one, that register
1: as the worst. <laughs> I feel like that is the worst it can get. My mom literally said I was, cause I think my mom did that because she was a single mom and she felt like she had to be like that with me because I was a boy. You know what I'm saying? And so she was just like, nah, she was like, you ain't finna go up against me and you ain't finna do. All-. I'm like, mom, I, why would I? I don't ever, you know, like, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I never really understood. Why my mom tried to be so tough on me you know what i'm saying when i always respected her I always did what she asked me to well not always but <laughs> i did what she asked me to do most of the time you know what i'm saying yeah my mom was i think my mom used to get mad about what other parents used to say about their kids you know what i'm saying yeah. like some of the shit that i used to do was like child's play compared to some motherfuckers so My mom just said that to me one time. If I ever talk about it, she was like, I'll take my pistol and I will shoot your ass. I was like, okay, well, done. (laughs) I was never
0: threatened when I was a kid. My mama, nobody ever threatened me like that. Oh, my grandmama kind of did. She said, I'm a devil straight from hell. Try me if you want to. (laughs) Oh, shit. And she beat all our ass. That's scary as hell. Let me tell you what we was doing, right? So... This was an old school house, and she had some of those old heaters. Yeah. And we were taking some of the stuffed animals that she had on the bed. No telling how long she done had them. And we would put them in the heater and let them catch on fire. And then we'd blow them out and then put them in the trash can and then we'd start oh over. my
1: God. My you cousin came in with? and snitched.
0: Yeah. Now, I need to add that I wasn't doing any of this. I'm saying we because I got the ass whooping. But my brother and my cousin <laughs> was doing this, and I was sitting over there. I got the ass whooping for not being a snitch. my older cousin she came in and snitched right away ain't carrie ain't (laughs) carrie she she, came in there i'm (laughs) I'm a devil straight from hell try me and i just remember waking
1: up (laughs) i don't even know how long late it was
0: we got a whooping boy
1: that was bad you know so hopefully you the most ass whooping is not doing anything it's dude I ever met in my I life. You t- never do nothing. You but I mean that's how your family dynamic was. It was like like your brother. Like you used to get a show for what your yeah. brother used to do. Like you just be in all the time. You get ask up, over by the It's like I'd the be time.
0: there like JD stop. Don't be doing that. And then the, the door walk in and it look like I'm just watching enjoying some some shit. And I get my ass beat. And it's horrible. like I was telling him to stop. He wouldn't listen. But that's the dynamic that created. If you're a parent and you're raising two siblings, you got to have a specialized parenting plan for each of your kids. You ain't no one size fits all. My mama was like, if you do this, if you you old enough to know better than to let your brother do this stuff. So what it did was it made my brother relentless at the shit he did. He could do whatever he wants. Yeah. Because he knew I was going to have to stop him. And he knew that I was going to get in trouble for stopping him. So it it was in my best interest <laughs> to stop him from doing stuff. But when he wouldn't stop him, I'm getting a whooping.
1: <laughs> That's fucked up.
0: <laughs> it's bad, man. You got to have a specialized plan <laughs> all for see, your
1: kids. All I can see is you telling them to stop and then your mama coming in and be like, why are you watching him do it? Exactly. I just told him to stop just 10 seconds ago.
0: They're having plenty of times. Ugh. It was unfortunate. I'm sorry, bro. You know what a funny, a funny, uh, a threat that's always been funny to me is I beat the black off your ass, and I'm like, yeah. so are you gonna be white or are you gonna be like albino? Yeah, like or are you just gonna look weird? Like, I'm how pretty, is that gonna be? I'm pretty sure you're just gonna look weird. And where does the black go? Is it on the belt now or <laughs> do it just disappear <laughs> from it, you because think, that's how it, Like your it. sales
1: was like, man, fuck this blackness, like it's over. <laughs> I think it just falls off on the floor <laughs> and they fall- sweep it up later. <laughs> <laughs> they sweep up your black. <laughs> like, then you get a whooping for that. God damn, you put that black all over the damn floor. <laughs> Can't stain your little ass. Yeah, to beat the black off of you. Good Jesus. That used to scare the shit out of me. I was like, could you really do that? Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> like, can you? Can you do that? I'm like, no, this blackness is, that? is him. Yeah, like, damn. Yeah, you see how light I am? <laughs> So I ain't that far away
0: from or do you like get a shade lighter when they do beat a black some black <laughs> off your ass? Like maybe you started off like dark skin and you got enough ass whoopings to put you the color where you at. That's a possibility for
1: me. Cause I had a ton of ass whoopings. I was bad. I used getting in all kinds of shit. Beat the black off of me. what where do they get this shit, bro? How do how do these sayings get passed down from generation to generation? I don't know, Because that's a long-lasting saying I right I feel now.
0: like they came on some... I, I feel like when you hear something on a TV show, that's
1: when it has life. No, I, that came from a slave master. I'm sure it came from a slave master. <laughs> like, but I'll beat the black off of you. But i'm pretty sure one
0: slave master. i mean maybe they had like a maybe all the slave masters had like a slave master summit and they like had they all got to come up and say hey what's the best uh lines that you give to your slaves to cooperate
1: well jim any time that i talk to my slaves i always tell them i'll beat the black off of them and it always works they get in line they pick more cotton and we're good to go and you know what the funny thing is jim The black ain't going nowhere. They'll never go anywhere. It's going to be there still. Slavery's going to be here forever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like they have a a slave slave summit like the DNC and the RNC. (laughs) Have they... uh, I just feel like that's how it used to be. They used to get together and be like, "So what's like?" They used to have a, a newspaper called Slave News. <laughs> what's new in Slave News, everybody? <laughs> uh, you know, cotton picking is at an all-time high. You I'll know, tell you what. Due to, right due now. to our new, you know, we got the new uh, R3000 Whiplash whipped. <laughs> you know, for
1: y'all to get. You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to bring in these things called the Cotton Gin. <laughs> How could a how am I slaves supposed to work if we got a cotton gin? I can't pull that we gotta we gotta we gotta shoot it down. We gotta shoot it down. But the only damn slave gin times. I only gin I
0: give a damn about is to come in a bottle.
1: <laughs> slave it should be called the slave times. <laughs> the slave times <laughs> <laughs> The Slave Times, that's what they had. Damn, that's terrible. <laughs> just, I mean, we do it with
0: everything else. Yeah. I bet they had like uh Ted Talks for slave oh, owners. Slave Weekly. Slave Weekly. <laughs> they had like a slave ring, like the, doing the number
1: board with football. Yeah. But they were doing it with slaves. Who yeah. pick the most cotton? Who could pick the most cotton? <laughs> they probably had like a Mandingo uh, <laughs> <laughs> challenge. <laughs> Crossword puzzles used to be all uh, racist words. <laughs> all those things. Let's get create creative with your racism. That's it. Slave Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll put that out next week.
0: I I feel like that's the best bet of where I beat the black off your ass came from. So It was like a a vote. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as he said, that one's got
1: my vote. I love it. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Slave times. We are terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of slave times, (laughs) (laughs) we talked about this.
0: Beating and physically abusing us. I don't think a lot of parents, especially in the black community, well, mostly in the poor community, because these white, black, Latino, mm-hmm. you know, Asian communities. But when it comes to the black community, I think it's really hard to know the line between discipline and abuse. Question. Uh
1: huh. So, do you think? I, I know that we getting a whooping with a, with a uh, extension cord is the worst thing ever. I, I know that. So, how do you feel about the white version of that, which is paddling? Paddling. Like the kind you used to get in school? hmm
0: I think it's fine.
1: I think... I mean, think about it, though. This is a big wooden board. It ain't really that much of a difference between getting abused with a damn stench cord and a paddling. Paddling I, is just more structured.
0: I don't think it matters what tool you use. I think the intensity with which you use it is the variable as to whether it's abuse or discipline. I don't think an extension cord is bad if you whoop a kid with it appropriately. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, just saying, like, it, anything you use, it, it, it can be used appropriately. All right, okay. Like, if you got a paddle, and you hit somebody with it, and they ass black and blue, you overdid it. But if you hit them, and, you know, they feel it, but it's not enough to bru Like, you've busted blood vessels when you hit when that happens. Right. If you hit somebody hard enough to bust blood vessels to that point, that's the situation.
1: Yeah. At, at the school I used to go to, they always had the P.E. coach uh, paddle you. No matter what class you got in trouble in, the P.E. coach would paddle you. I guess because he was the hardest hitter or something like that. I don't know. I don't know.
0: But I think the confusion comes in where – a spanking or a whooping ain't supposed to be. Uh, like black parents use it to associate fear
1: with the behavior, so, and with them. Let me ask you a question. This is another thing that, that that is on my mind all the time too. Well, not really a question, but a statement. I think black parents use it. They use beatings and whoopings as more of a, a tool of fear instead of a tool for respect. Would you agree with that? Yeah, like they would whether they child fear them, then respect them. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. That's I don't what I agree wanna, with. You, I, don't wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to fear you. I want to like, uh, not to say when you a child you are supposed to be in a child's place. I get that. Like I'm not supposed to be like, hey, come on over here, Mama Cole, or you know now this other. Like I call them mom and respect her. But I-, I used to feel like. A lot of times when I got my ass whooped, it was just like, they try to put the fear of God in me, which I was told that several times too. How do you, what can you do, what can a parent do to to understand the difference? One, there are state
0: laws as it pertains to what's defined as abuse. You can't, in Alabama, you can only whip kids on the back of the legs under the buttocks. And you can't do that while your kid's naked. Mm. It's a, a lot of parents do that. A lot of parents make their kids strip down butt naked and whoop them. Now, the worst case I've ever come across was that she made him get in the shower and get out of the shower naked, and then she whooped God. him while he was naked after he got out of the shower. Dang,
1: that's just torture.
0: Yeah, that was really, really bad. But I think that you have to understand what your state laws call abuse, you know. And because, you know, you, I'm a mandatory reporter. Mm-hmm. Me being a mandatory reporter has a lot of implications. Right. It don't have to have nothing to do with my job. If I see a kid at Walgreens with two black eyes and an aggressive-looking daddy, Mm -hmm. I'm expected to call somebody, get their tag number, and, like, hey, it's a kid. It looks like they in a situation. Mm -hmm. The other implications is in a relationship. If I date somebody with a son and they get a really bad whooping, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm supposed to report that. Right. right you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. So you got to know your state laws behind what that is. The second one is you got to understand that discipline is supposed to be something that jolts a kid into realizing that what they did was wrong. You know, it's supposed to let them know that they serious about this. Right. It ain't supposed to be to strike that fear in them, you know, because like you said, f- fear comes at the cost of respect. I bet sl- s- the slaves did what the uh, master said do, but they didn't respect them. Right. Spit in their tea, Right. coffee, probably, you know, rub the meat around the end <laughs> of the rim.
1: <laughs> Old master going to get it today. Fart in it. <laughs> fart, you know what? Farting this shit really don't do nothing. It
0: don't, but it make you feel better. Spit <laughs> <laughs> oh don't really do nothing if your mouth clean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you have seasoned mouth. Exactly. If you got yeah, seasoned mouth, just put extra sugar. In it. <laughs> but if,
0: if you're the black person doing it, you ain't got seasoned mouth. Right. Oh yeah. Only the person drinking the tea got seasoned <laughs> season mouth, mouth. So, you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Um. Uh, the the thing, another thing that I wanted to kind of last thing i want to actually kind of say about this too is like. I don't think parents understand it like whoop sometimes whooping a kid really don't do nothing. Like beating them, sometimes some kids just be like that ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I know my cousin. I never get this. This is a, this is the, oh my god, like my cousin being what he he is, is sitting up there getting in this shit all the damn time. I'm, I'm, my aunt used to like whoop his ass and my uncle used to, everybody whoop his ass and he still got in trouble. So one time um, he got into trouble in school, and my aunt um, was, like, cool. Like, my uncle went up to the school, and when we came back home, like, his room didn't have shit in there but three pairs of pants, a pillow, and a damn sleeping bag. She cleared his room out of all of his shit and was, like, if you going to act like this, I'm going to show you what your life going to be like for the rest of your life. And nigga straightened up real fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think parents – I don't think parents are educated enough to know different types of discipline, especially black parents, because yeah. I think black parents just know, all they know is, like, whoopings. But, like, when she did that to him, then he, she took all that dude stuff, and he was just like, alright, I'm gonna, I'll be good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, mean, I want my stuff back. But I think a lot of black parents, I'm saying that to say this, a lot of black parents need to know it's more than just beating your kid that's gonna make them act right. Yeah. It's,
0: discipline is supposed to be a box full of tools and a whooping is just a tool another tool in the box that you can use for disciplinary measures Mm -hmm. some kids will take pain and just brush it off like Mm -hmm. that whooping wasn't nothing you know because it's only so hard you can whoop and when you Mm -hmm. find out your kid don't care about it your kid might be a sadist (laughs) your kid might like pain (laughs) but they don't like having all their stuff took away right. and living like that. When I know? seen
1: that I, I straightened my act up for a little while <laughs> too. I was like, oh shit, that nigga ain't got nothing in his room. <laughs> Model citizen right here. <laughs> shit. You he even take all my stuff. So
0: that was terrible. I hate whoopins, I bad is not the only tool that you have to deal with your kids. You need to be creative about how you raise your kids because it can get bad. Yeah. For you. <laughs> Bad for everybody, shit.
1: All right. What's next?
0: Discouraging us from pursuing the arts. While the arts can oftentimes be a hard business to get into, it can also be very lucrative. Whether it's singing, writing, or directing, there are tons of avenues into the business, especially in 2017. Not to say you shouldn't encourage a backup plan, but life is too short and too sad to stand in the way of your children's creativity or dreams. Have you ever had dealt with that? Mm. I never wanted to do no. shit that would be considered any of that
1: i well my mom i've always wanted to do that kind of stuff my mom was always like nah but then it come to find out like talk to my grandmother um she my grandmother told my mom used to try being like a little singing group and it didn't work out and that's why she used to be like that like so like when i got to a certain point in, in life um like college age and stuff like that, like I told my mom what I want to do. She was like, nah, like you ain't finna do that. Like that's dumb. You need to do something that's gonna make money. Not knowing that she had tried to pursue something like that before me. Yeah. And failed at it. And that I, I think that just pushed her away from it. So
0: Yeah. Um and in turn she pushed you away from right, it. Right.
1: And then but here I am, like I got a I got a music website and I do I have a a radio station on it. It's crazy. But
0: but i don't have that much experience with that
1: um i think a lot of times parents do that because they look at what they see as far as like on tv and stuff like that and they kind of see like like they don't want their kid to end up like um you know like child stars and stuff like that too because you know how you know look at these child stars they are fucked up yeah and they don't want their their kid to end up like that either I'm I'm the type of person when I have kids, if that's what my kid wants to do, I'm going to push it 100. percent. Like, sometimes you just gotta you gotta you gotta show your kid that like, yo, if you dream it, man, you can do it. You just, I'm gonna back you. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, I wish we didn't do that because I think we would have a whole lot more black like writers, black you know what I'm saying, black everything. Yeah. So, but I I mean, yeah, my my folks, my mom did it to me, so.
0: I got you. Well, you four, you five for (laughs) (laughs) five. Oh, I'm going to be 13 for 13. (laughs) Don't worry. Partaking in homophobia and encouraging violence towards the LGBTQ community. Homophobia is rampant in the black community. This is something that probably won't change for a long while, seeing as how the traumatic roots of black homophobia can be traced back to slavery. However, this isn't to say that the way the black community in general treats the LGBT community is at all justified. Many black people use the Bible to spread hate as if God didn't specifically tell us to love our neighbors as ourselves and leave all judgment to him. My mom, devout Christian, if you've been listening, you know that, Mm -hmm. Uh, and she had us in church six days a week. I called her once I decided to be a counselor, and I said, what if I counsel... Gay couples, mm-hmm. you know. Now, this is a woman who's been telling me my whole life, love your neighbor, all the positive things about mm-hmm. the Bible. And I get to asking her about me counseling gay people, and she was like, you can't do that. You know, and clearly that made me want to do it more. <laughs> yeah. But she said, you can't do that. And I said, why not? And she said, well, you can counsel them if you're counseling them about getting help about their sexuality but not if it's to help them get back together in a relationship then that's the sin you know if you do couples counseling with gay people so it, my, it wasn't overt homophobia while I was young and while I was in home you know but I could tell that it wasn't something that
1: was comfortable for her Right, right 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 um I think for any parent, no matter what race you are, for a lot of people, I think the hardest thing is for your son or daughter to come out as gay. And for you to be able to be accepting of that, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Because you just like, because you don't, no matter what you read or all that other stuff, like, you don't know how to handle your son bringing some dude home. Nobody's prepared for that, you know what I'm saying um, I think it's rapid in our community because we feel like we ain't gonna be able to procreate we like if my son or my daughter is gay, like we'll never have any more black people up in life i don't I don't get what the fear is, you know what I'm saying like yeah, I, don't, I don't know it's it's kind of crazy um I think it's stupid like we in a new age like it's it's there and whether we wanted to be hearing that, like it's it's here. We just have to, have to deal with it now.
0: Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. I mean, that's just gonna continue to be an issue. Um, it's but it's an American issue mostly.
1: Yeah, it just trickles over that. to
0: the black community. But I, I think a big part of it is that. I think the black community refuses to communicate and have dialogue and have conversation. Mm -hmm. so we have a society where you got a bunch of boys who regardless of how they feel about homosexuality they they exist and there are going to be some sons that are gay you know and when you don't create an environment where your child can talk it's going to put a lot of pressure on that child and it's going to put a lot of pressure on you when it comes out you know those things just need to be something that you're open about Mm -hmm. you know and you don't know what your kid is before they grown So, or before they come out So talking bad about that, that community In front of that person Is going to make it even that much more harder to tell you And they might not This dude I used to work with named Mario He said that When he came out to his mom and his daddy His daddy punched him dead in the face God damn Shit, you know And his mom, they disowned him for a while They was like, it's a crap I couldn't do that Why though? Because he's gay? Like, what? Well, the daddy probably mad because he, he had to realize that he had some gay sperm swimming around in his ball sack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how to come, come behind that. <laughs> I mean, I, why? I don't, I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? If my son or daughter decided to be gay, man, I'm just like, look. I, it's one. It's gonna be a little rough for you, cause you're black and gay. Oh, nigga, you got some trials and tribulations to get over now, for real, for real. But punching my kid in the face is not gonna help them get through them trials and tribulations. That's gonna add another weight to their back.
0: Well, that lady on that Facebook video thought punching her daughter in the face was gonna
1: keep her from having sex with dudes. Right. So, I just I don't know, man. I, I we gotta we gotta learn how to handle these situations a lot better um just i would it, as hard as it would be for me to be like yo like bring your boyfriend on around so i can meet him son <laughs> you know what i'm saying you ha- i have to make sure i know society gonna beat them down man i can't do that to my kid i brought you in this world and you're gonna make mistakes i can't do my kid like that man like, like you a part of me you a different part of me you that's another version that's Cole Jackson 3.0 right there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So whether it's a boy or a girl, uh, society going to do it more to them, and, and being supportive is, is the better way to handle it. And a lot of people might not agree, but, you know, you can't whoop my ass, so I don't care. <laughs> True. <laughs> come see me. Cole Jackson 1-2 yeah. on Twitter. If you, yeah, if you want to come see me, come see me. Seven, not allowing us
0: to have emotions. Hmm. I don't understand okay, I <laughs> Black children are not often allowed to have emotions other than happiness or contentment about anything the slightest of emotions are often shut down in fact black, par- black parents love to compete with their children oh you crying because you scraped your knee boy get up I'm crying because I got all these bills <laughs> <laughs> and god forbid you slam the door out of anger so what they saying is that I'm black... crying because I got all these these
1: bills. <laughs> that sounds like something I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I'm sorry. No, nah, you crying. Just... I'm crying because I got all these damn bills. Shit.
0: You don't you don't get a chance. Yeah. They expect you to be normalized. They expect you to deal with their anger with a normal face on. They expect you to not be sad when things happen. Oh, that little bit of that dusty girl and broke up with you? Well, you shouldn't have been with her no way doing all that yeah. crazy stuff. I ain't like, like her anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they don't give you an opportunity to be sad. They don't come behind you and say, you know what? You know, you going to find a better girl. You know, she don't deserve you no way. Like, they don't allow you to be sad. You know? um,
1: Be sad ain't the only emotion. I know dude. what I'm saying. Angry.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like well, you said, at the end of this, God forbid, God forbid you slam a door out of anger. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wait.
1: Look, one. Now, I'm sorry I have to say this, but if you in my house, you ain't slamming no. Pay a bill, and then you can slam a door. You can't slam no doors in my house. You might not have a door only. If you get mad, I understand you get angry. You slam a door in my house. It's a problem. Well, what you
0: said ain't going to work, though. Because <laughs> if you that parent that asking for $200 a, a
1: month, and, and then you start slamming those, you ain't going to be happy really to say it. nothing. You going to say something? You going to have to pull another car. I can't stand a little nigga. You slam <laughs> those in him, but he paying half the rent. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Any shit I can do with that? Um, I don't – I can't relate to this because – I think my folks have always been cool with me, um, being me, cause I ain't, it's no other way I have ever been. Like I just been me all the time. They tell to be like, oh, that's just cold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, I remember, I'll never forget, um, one of my best friends, um, he died on the 4th of July. Like he got killed in a car accident. Like, he was like a real, like he was like my best friend. And I like cried, and my mom was just like, "It's alright, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you' sad, like, be sad, you know what I'm saying? Because we, was, me and him, was like really tight, and she was like, be, she was like, y- you gotta let it, let it out, you know what I'm saying? Because if I, if, if I think if if I would have, if she would have been a different a different way about it, I think I would have just been like, I probably would have went crazy, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that the, honestly, the the crazy thing about it was I that could have been. It could've been both oh both of us probably would have been dead if I would have did if I would have went with him. He was with some, some motherfuckers that was like older dudes and stuff like that. It's just a it was a fucked up situation. But uh, instead of me going with him, I was at one of my other aunt's house and uh, she called me when it happened. It was crazy. But she just uh, she allowed uh um, you my aunt, my uncle, everybody always allowed me to be me, Like, if I felt a certain type of way, as long as I went disrespectful with it. Now, if I'm in the house slamming doors and shit, like, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm getting checked. But uh, I, I can't relate to that because I've always been able to, to have feelings or emotions about shit. So
0: I didn't even have a slammable door in my house. <laughs> my, my room door, my whole door came off. If I wanted to close my door, I had to pick it up and put it in the rectangle slot, like, put it in like a puzzle. <laughs> and push it. And somebody, if you came into my room without me knowing you was coming in and you pushed the door, it was going to fall straight down and hit me in my head because I was sitting on the bed. It was horrible. That got me out of trouble one time. I stayed out with this girl so late one night. And my mama came in and she pushed my door like she was mad, like she forgot hinges don't work. (laughs) She pushed my door in. It came down and it fell while I was asleep. Yeah. And she don't know it didn't hit me, but it looked like it hit me. So I played the oh you the dope hit me card, and she was feeling so bad. She forgot about what happened. <laughs> I'm trapped under this dope, mom. <laughs> I'm
1: trapped. You see what you did to me? I would do the same shit. Oh, oh man. man, play the play that card, play that guilt card all day. Number eight:
0: perceiving desist perceiving dissenting opinions as disrespect. Hmm.
1: Uh, yep. I don't understand that either. So, and that's 'cause I'm that's public. If you have your own thoughts, it's
0: disrespect. You know, like you can't <laughs> you can't legitimately go against your parents, even if it makes sense in reality, and even if it makes sense to you. So, if my parents, if my parents are saying that the sky is purple,
1: I gotta go with that.
0: You gotta go with it. If you look up and be like. But it's No nah, mama is, is it's blue. blue.
1: You don't <laughs> I'm crying 'cause of these <laughs> these bills. <laughs> what do this don't even make sense right now, mama? <laughs> like why are you like But shut up, you
0: disrespecting me. Don't you see these bills? The sky's purple. Shit. Now go in there and play. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> That's it.
0: Like you can't look, you can't even have your own thoughts and your own opinion. You know, in a lot of instances. Uh,
1: yeah. But see, Kids who do tend to be asshole kids. Like, them kids don't have no, like, it, the parents who have kids with opinions, they don't shut that shit, They <laughs> some of them kids feel like they can talk to any adult any kind of way, and I ain't got no problem with the kid's ass. Like, I put, I had to put my foot up your ass. Well, that's
0: one of my problems with child rearing, is at some point, you got to start training a child to be able to communicate with adults. Yeah exactly you can't wait until they 17 and still tell them you know don't talk when grown folks talking yeah. hell they finna be out in the world with grown folks next year when they graduate yep. You're how right. you expect them to be able to manage dialogue and one of my friends said that he got a job at this place and it was like they had a training and the training was like some white people and it was some black people and the dude had went over this module in the training and a white dude said, I don't agree with that. That's wrong. I don't think that system is right. I've I've had uh, co-workers like that do that shit. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> he, what he said was all the black people in the room were like, ooh, yeah. what finna happen? Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Because the black folks have all been conditioned. You don't challenge authority. You just go along with what authorities saying. Mm-hmm. What the main dude responded was, see, we like questions like that. That's a sign of a leader, of management. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it? Well, he was white, so exactly. yes. Exactly.
1: <laughs> when you do it you're white, I don't, white, it's I don't okay. agree with that at all. I think that's dumb. As we, I, I had a coworker that I used to work with did the same shit. Like, that motherfucker used to, everything. That's not what the rules say. That's not that's not what the that's not what the the manual says over here, the the rule book clearly says this. I I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. I I I got my own opinion about shit. I don't really know if I was just an, an asshole to my, maybe I just knew my place.
0: I don't think it's about being an asshole. I think I think in a lot of times it's legitimate, legitimate. Hold on, what did it say? Hold on. Um, Black children really aren't allowed to have opinions outside of your parents' opinions. Point blank, period. And bless your heart if any of your opinions on religion don't reflect those of your parents. There's no way you don't know this stifles your child's mental growth. It's one thing to want to shape your children, but what happens when they grow and realize they have no sense of self and can't get one because they have zero original thoughts. I want my kids to think for themselves, even yeah. at the cost, even at the cost of feeling like they, you know, are going against what I believe. Mm-hmm. I, I value that. Now
1: it might be the, my way of thinking might be wrong.
0: Yeah. All this time, if you say it's sky purple, you're it's definitely wrong. <laughs> Sound like B O B. All these bills! Don't you see all these bills <laughs> on the damn table? Why are you crying? Sky purple. Um. So we need to get to the topic. So I'm gonna run through the rest of these. Not allowing us to have any personal space. Um, continuously using explicit language. Uh, but I do want to talk about this one. Pretending that you're never wrong and not apologizing when you are in fact dead wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: That like that is a killer. Like, admit that you're wrong to your kids. And another thing, admit that you did some wrongs when you were little. Right. I got parents who trying to convince their kids that they never did bad
1: stuff. That is dumb.
0: Exactly. And so when your kids find out, the problem is when your kids find out you did do some bad stuff because they talked to Uncle Johnny, Uncle Johnny (laughs) said, oh, yeah, your mama was busting it wide open in the back of a pickup truck out on the football field. You you know that ain't your real
1: daddy.
0: (laughs) 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 You know that dude you (laughs) calling daddy? He ain't your Mm, real daddy. Your real daddy over there in Oklahoma. And the other dude you call uncle? That ain't, <laughs> ain't your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think that's one of them on here, making us call everybody auntie <laughs> or your uncle. <laughs> You're right. And You're right. ignoring sexual abuse and shaming your daughters.
1: Yeah, Can that I, happens. Let me let me throw something out here real quick, which is crazy as fuck. Like, why? It's it's more rampant in the black community than a lot of people really realize, but like young black girls get molested a lot by their fucking uncles. They and do. they fucking parents know about this shit and they don't do shit about that. Why is that? Why? Like that's crazy as fuck. Like, that boggles my mind because I've dated a girl before that her uncle like molested her. Like square bids, and her and her folks knew about it, and that completely fucked her up in her, her mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, well, why didn't you tell anybody? She was like, I was scared I was gonna get in trouble. Usually they be threatening them folks. Usually them uncles and stuff be threatening. You know? Why, I mean, I don't know. It, it, there's stuff like that, man. Like, really saddens me because you are completely fucking up somebody's life for the rest of their life when you do that shit. And then, especially when the parents know, then you can't, like, I think it just puts you at a point in your life where you can't trust anybody. Because if you got an you uncle molesting you, you got your parents not telling anybody and knowing about it, like, who can you trust after that? Hard to trust anybody. But
0: that is a vulnerable population. That's a population where those men don't got nothing to lose. You know, and they try to gain some kind of sexual gratification from it. It's That's extremely right. misguided and fucked up, but...
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, parents, it's your parents' job to protect your kids. You can't just let folks stay with anybody. You can't just let anybody be around
1: your kids without an eye on them. Mm-hmm. That's how this kind of stuff happens. And sometimes, when it comes to shaming daughters, I think a lot of women, a lot of single moms think they that they they daughter going to make the same dumb ass mistake as they made. Mm-hmm. So that's why they be trying to dog them out and shit like that. I'm like, look, just teach them better. Like, just put them on game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's
0: ridiculous, man. But all these things are things that parents need to stop doing or at least need to explore as it pertains to, you know, what you're going to do moving forward.
1: I think this last thing about this and I and um, we can move on, but I th- I think parents, especially Black parents, well, we talk about Black parents, but um, maybe get educated more in parents. I don't think I don't think uh, Black parents educate themselves enough as uh, f- as far as being parents. They don't, and a lot of times they get caught up in like the bullshit, and they feel like the way that old school way of doing things is always the best way. Yep, but
0: ain't no way to know. <laughs> No way to know what the best way is. It's just you got to base it off of your
1: kid and what you're trying to achieve for your kid, in my opinion. Hmm. I want my kid to be successful so they don't put me in a, one of them homes off of Dateline.
0: I talked about this last night. Like, a lot of parents, you ask them, what are your goals for your kid? And they say something like, you know, to get him to age 18. Okay, that's a good long-term goal, but what about how you get, what you're going to do to get him from 9 to 10 successfully? Mm-hmm. You know, right. how are you going to focus on his grades? How are you going to get focus on his self-esteem and his self-worth? How are you going to so uh, focus on his peer activity and interaction? You know, a lot of folks don't think about that. They just think about the big picture, trying to get him to 18. Uh, you know, don't always work out like that.
1: Parents aren't always involved like that, though.
0: I know. That's a big that's a big issue with the situation. But that's what we got about this. uh if you want to send a listener letter to the show, uh, conversationconartist at gmail dot com or the Facebook page. Um, no, more, we, no more website. No, the no website. <laughs> still up, but it's gonna be gone. Uh, uh, so you can hit the first story up.
1: Oh, <laughs> which one do I want to go with first? I have so many. Um, I'm gonna start off with this. Is dedicated to, to to Red. I'm gonna dedicate this one to Red. Shout out to Red. Uh, <laughs> Kim K apologizes for dressing up as Aaliyah so Kim Kardashian uh, for Halloween did like four different celebrity Halloween costumes like Cher Madonna, Selena and she finally dressed up as Aaliyah and a lot of people were mad about that they were saying like she was dressing up as a black singer when she's quote unquote white now she's not white, she's Armenian so I, I don't know if that's a difference or not um i guess she's portrayed as white i don't know how far (laughs) many but um she kind of responded back and said you know like alia was such an amazing singer and she will forever be a music legend Uh, i saw online that some people thought that my costume was in poor taste and i'm truly sorry if that offended anyone Uh, when i was creating the costume i wasn't dressing as a race or culture but rather than a woman who i will always admire I play every kind of genre, uh, genre of music in my home and, like, for my kids to be exposed to many different artists. For me, it's always about love and respect. Here's my thing about that. Why do we still give a fuck about what Kim K do? Why? Like, if she want to dress up as Bozo the fucking clown, let that bitch do that shit. i I'm kind of tired of people getting up and arms. It feels like the, every time she do something, people got to get outraged about it. And to be honest, y'all just giving her more power to be a celebrity. Like, she don't do shit. She don't do nothing. At all. Now, was it in poor taste that she dressed as Aaliyah? It's Halloween. I might dress up as a white man. Matter of fact, I was a white man, Power. I was Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. You can't get no whiter than that.
0: He ain't white, though.
1: He is white. He's, He's white space white. Yeah. <laughs> he's white by color, but he is a Saiyan. <laughs> he's, he's space standard white. <laughs> Out of space, that's That's the standard. Um, Do you think people were wrong for for jumping down her throat about that? I kind of do.
0: I think people were wrong because... So when you talk about cultural appropriation, mm-hmm. you talk about wiping away the culture. Right. Right.
1: <laughs> that was amazing.
0: My roommate just screamed something so loud, y'all probably could hear it. With God dang, that was hilarious. He he, he probably playing NBA Two K yep. eighteen. Yep. He probably just bought a bunch of VC.
1: <laughs> <laughs> get this player. Up. Get this player. Up. You gotta get that player right. What was I saying? You were talking about cultural appropriation? When
0: you're talking about cultural appropriation? You're talking about people that want to wipe away the culture, right? Right? You're talking about a using a dream catcher. Mm. For example, do you know do you know the origin of tribal tattoos? No, Samoan and Polynesian cultures use Samoan t- they use tri- certain tribal tattoos to be able to identify their grandparents. Like the same families have the same tribal tattoos. They I could know that. They could identify their family lineage from that. But see white people taking it and it's just popularized. Uh, yeah. We just get tribal tattoos. Like, oh, this is cool. Same thing for ear gauges. You see a bunch of white people hippies, not hippies, hipsters <laughs> with <laughs> ear gauges. In hippies their ear and hipsters. Come from the same culture, Polynesian and Samoan culture right. and African culture. Right. I might be wrong with Polynesian, but definitely African culture. You know, but who knows where it came from, you know? Mm -hmm. And the thing is, it slights the cultures that these mean something for. They're taking these tribal tattoos that means this is how I identify my family, and they say, hey, this is just cool. So it's wiping away the culture. Now, what else can we do with that? We can do with black culture, with hair. The big problem with hair is like, you know, African-American styles mm-hmm. or like cornrows and stuff. Right. Is that you couldn't get a job with cornrows. Mm-hmm. You know, you had pretty much just had to have a low haircut. So they take something and they sensationalize it and make it seem all glitz and glamorous. But right. it's never been that for us, but it's been something that we had to do to maintain our hair. For us, it was, you can't get a job for them. It's how this is fashionable. Mm-hmm. When I want to <laughs> get a job, I just take it down. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, it's no problem. White so dreads. The reason I understand kind of both sides with the Aaliyah situation is that Aaliyah is a cultural icon, not a cultural tradition. Right. You know? Right. So I see how people can look at it and say, you are you are emulating the culture and you're wiping away her, her memory and her existence because little white girls that look at her outfit be like, I don't know who Aaliyah is. That's Kim K outfit, you know. But
1: the Hispanics didn't go crazy. She dressed up as Selena, and you see Hispanics get all crazy. Latinos don't really get mad about much in that regard. Yeah, like we the only ones illegal. that get mad about everything. And I don't mean, huh? A lot of them ain't legal to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we get mad about a lot of stuff, not in the sense that we should. Like I think everybody should get mad about a lot of stuff. We we've been shitted on for a lot a lot of years. Yeah. You know, so yeah. we get mad and we finally got the voice to start challenging stuff and we started doing it and and they don't like it. Um but the way that I think it's okay is because she's a cultural icon, not a cultural tradition. She's not something that helps you identify your family or not. She's just a she's just a singer. You know, and mm-hmm. and you can't get mad about them dressing as a black singer when they dress as all kind of other stuff and you're okay with it. Like Killer Mike said that if you were, you can't be, a, he basically said you can't be a selective social activist. Exactly. You know. Thank you. Exactly. Either you're going to support everybody or you're going gonna, to, I don't care if you support yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't be a black person and say, ah, black issues, yeah. <laughs> but when the same shit happening to other oppressed groups, you be like, you know, that, that don't ain't my group. me. Yeah.
1: That's fuckery. A lot of it. Yeah. But Kim K takes a lot of meat, black meats, so <laughs> maybe she could get a pass. It's like Will Smith where he'd be like, you
0: got any black of you? He wants some? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Kim K has taken several black meats. So, I, I mean, I guess she's just like, I feel a little Aaliyah-ish right now. I don't know. I don't feel like I think people got to get out of hand with some of was shit.
0: taking Aaliyah was taking over right meat. <laughs>
1: Don't do that.
0: Art Kelly.
1: Don't do that. <laughs> what? Don't do that. Don't do that. Well, the son
0: was setting on his meat the
1: parents signed off on that shit.
0: What does that mean? I'm just saying. R. Kelly rolled up to their parking, parking garage with a Bentley. <laughs> talking about, hey, I'm asking for your daughter's hand in marriage. Whoops. Drop those keys. <laughs> you might as well keep them. <laughs> they
1: sold their daughter to that's that your man. Uncle R, that's your Uncle R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Kelly. Uncle Kells. Touching
0: the little girls.
1: <laughs> that kind of goes back to what we originally <laughs> talked about. Call everybody uncle and auntie. Wrong. Uncle Kelly. But, I don't know. Kim K takes a lot of black meats. So, I think you could let her have the Aaliyah thing. Give her a pass. Fuck it. What'd Look, you y'all, Wendy Williams, <gasps> 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 oh!
0: <laughs> falling try- ass.
1: Sorry, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should be ashamed. <laughs>
0: they, man, I'm just saying. They try to say shit. If y'all didn't know, she on her show, she passed <laughs> out, and she <laughs>
1: woke up. Can I say something? Real yeah. Quick? <laughs> when she fell out, you know what I thought about. What she, she had this look on her face like from Nesso Raven. I Raven oh, used yeah, to get the you, visions. You, yeah. I was like, we was having a vision. <laughs> I bruh. was like, I wonder what do she see? It
0: looked like she saw death. <laughs> it looked like the hand of death was about to reach out to touch her and she was trying to back up, but she couldn't move. <laughs> and she just dropped, bro. She <laughs> dropped like gravity pushed her to the ground. <laughs> Like gravity said, sit to my child, ha. That's what it looked like. I was like, that wasn't no dehydration, bro. I mean, she said, yeah, she said she got overheated. She saw Satan.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna, like, if you gonna see her video, her eyes bugged she so She looked like, if I wish you could put up a, I wish this was a video so we could put up a picture of her face and Raven Baxter's face when she had them visions and be like, she was having a vision. That's so Raven. Man, my first thought would have been, "Please, Lord, don't
0: let me die in this shit." <laughs> oh, as the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yeah, dressed
1: as the Statue of Liberty and had a damn, damn near stroke. Look like. Let me say something real quick about this too. Wendy Williams as much shit as she talks couldn't happen to a better person. This motherfucker talks shit about everybody all the time on her show, all the time, man. And like she fell out and was like, "Oh well, you know, I'm just dehydrated. I'm home." And I'm all right, guys. And then she, she actually did the rest of the show. It was like, I'm a trooper, guys. I was like, you just took too many lines this morning. <laughs> That's what that was. Dressed up at the Statue of Liberty. Her eyes, bud. One of them was high. One of them was low. Yeah, she looked like off a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a cartoon dog. Like, <laughs> like huh? Like, why? I feel- we should be ashamed of I'm sorry to be this, talking right? about Wendy and
0: but I just feel I brought that up to say I think she has some bigger health issues than just she was dehydrated, man. I don't know, that, that looked real bad. Her I, speech started against
1: slurred, incoherent. She looked like <laughs> I guess this turned into a road sex. She looked like Homer from The Simpsons. Like when Homer get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> she looked like that, man. I just I don't know. Wendy Williams, I don't have any any feelings about Wendy Williams because she do a lot of people wrong and talk a lot of bullshit to get ratings, and you know it's kind of fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't, I don't want bad things to happen to people, but for certain people, when they do happen, there you go. You you got you get what you ask for sometimes. Wendy Williams ain't shit. Is okay. this the
0: same Wendy Williams that Tupac got? Uh, accused of sodomy? Nah, no, no, no. This a different Wendy Williams. Different Wendy Williams. Did this Wendy Williams is old enough to have been that one? Yeah, but that ain't her. But that ain't her.
1: Mm-mm. A different Wendy. Wendy I Wendy guess Williams.
0: there's. I guess there's a bunch of Wendy Williams out here in the world. That's the most
1: basic name in the world. W. I'm w- pretty w- sure Wendy's <laughs> her last name <laughs> is Williams. <laughs> like, what's your last name, Wendy? You know, for the restaurant. From the restaurant yeah. yeah, Williams. Basic ass name. Okay. What else? Let's see. What you oh. oh man. Well <laughs> as uh no surprise news comes out, Star Jones ex husband comes out as gay. Today I well not gay, I'm sorry, comes out and he says, Today I accept myself as a bisexual man. Um so you know, Star Jones, she used to be a part of the view, um, was getting married to this gentleman uh nine years ago and it was a well they got married um and then they had this divorce it was like real publicized and she kept saying that he was gay and he kept denying it and he kept saying i'm not gay and then finally uh the other day he had a statement he said you know he's gonna get past some of these rumors so this is what he had to say today i accept myself as a bisexual man Uh, ever since i have been in the public eye people have been speculating about my sexuality and speculation, speculating is a kind word for how it actually played out. Uh, with anger and disdain, people have been calling me out as gay, closeted, a shame, I mean, a sham and even nastier, much nastier. Uh, I have come to the point in my life where I am ready to discuss my truth. <laughs> I wasn't ready to do this then. I wasn't even ready to, to, to think about it. Let, uh, let alone process it to understand my journey and how I got to this point. So you need to understand a little bit about me. And then so on and so forth. He goes out and he just proclaims himself as gay. Um, My thing is, one, when they were going to get married, you could look at that nigga and tell he was gay. Period. <laughs> Here's a picture. You, have you seen the picture of him now? Uh-uh. Here, here, Mr. Longpoint. This is what he looks like.
0: Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm. Uh,
1: I I got this story honestly to to kind of talk about how some dudes just don't accept the fact that they're like straight up gay. Like he's just like I'm coming out as bisexual. Like no nigga, you're like you gay, cuz. So are
0: you saying that bisexuality doesn't exist?
1: Does it? If you have sex with men and women, you bisexual. No. You can't. You so is it, it's, it's okay to be with both.
0: If you want to. So. You can do what you want to do. You can fuck an animal if you want
1: to. <laughs> Bestiality in this yeah, bitch. Yeah,
0: you put carrot in your ass.
1: I want to see <laughs> what, <sharp end. laughs> what is that that? That's I a fatality. Know. I don't know. I'm <laughs> just saying. Bestiality.
0: Like, people use cucumbers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure doctors don't fish cucumbers out somebody's ass, because they overdid it a little
1: bit. <laughs> I just I don't know, man. I think coming out as bisexual ain't shit. Like that's like saying like, hey everybody, I like vegetables and candy. Like okay, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. I don't. And then a, a lot of times too, like the 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 download brother shit. That shit be killing me, too, man. I don't see how people can do that type of shit. Live
0: in your truth.
1: Might as well. If you like fucking dudes, just fuck them. They just be like, hey, I like fucking guys. They do that. They just be in a relationship. They be married and shit. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny to see that Star Jones did not tell that this nigga was on both sides of the fence. I mean, you see what
0: you want to see in people, man. Is that how that go? Star Jones ain't, I mean... <laughs> four and a half. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? Like, she'll accept the, she'll accept the gay
1: looking. And Star Jones dude. is not a, is not the best looking motherfucker out there. Uh, I said four and a half. So who? Four and a half. What is that?
0: Four point five stars. Out of how many? She ain't a five. She ain't two. four and a half
1: either. She's like a two. Let me see. Let me see. Look Let at Star me. Jones. Would you you hit that? Don't with, you lie. With a brick.
0: You, <laughs> oh. Nah, I wouldn't. Uh.
1: Star Jones looked
0: terrible. She well, looked, I don't know on a drunk night, though. Because
1: of uh, She looked weird because of. She lost all that weight. Yeah, she lost a lot of weight. I don't I know on a drunk was night, though. When she was bigger. On a drunk night, if I had one too many and it was Last Call.
0: Would you have sex with Missy Elliott? In a heartbeat. Oh, Missy Elliott, and
1: a heartbeat. I can't stop the rain, and a heartbeat. Silly as hell, and a heartbeat. <laughs> she can get it.
0: She was somebody that was so weird to me when she first came. Missy
1: Elliott, if you listen to this, I I I would hit you in your fat days too. <laughs> hit me in my DMs, Cole Jackson one two, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that was my sexy voice. Hell yeah, I hit Missy. Missy wasn't she was weird, nigga, but that little goofy ass smile. Yeah, I get that one. <laughs> She not get it hard. And plus, she had, she had big titties. I gotcha. I like boobies. <laughs> <laughs> big boobies. She had big boobies. Okay. I don't know if I would hit it now, though. Well, see it she with. a recluse. I don't like that shit. She a recluse. Yeah. Like, you don't see Missy Elliott out no more. Hardly. She's probably having kids, man. No, nah, nigga.
0: Why
1: not? I don't see Missy Elliott with no dude. You don't
0: see Missy Elliott with nobody because she a recluse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i still I don't know she chilling it's, it's like shit like that be creeping me out because you used to being a public guy all the damn time and all this other shit now you just hiding like what the fuck going on she probably owe somebody money no nah, I mean, she's shark. straight
0: yeah she's straight man but she might be a gambler
1: <laughs> I might owe somebody a car.
0: <laughs> a Range Rover and she ain't
1: paid up. She trying not to get
0: her kneecaps busted. Would you would you would you get it? No. Why not? I don't there ain't a lot of celebrities I would have sex with. Really? No. Why not? I don't like like I don't like just sex. Like they gotta be a pleasant person and I don't know none of them celebrities. Sometimes you can grudge fuck somebody.
1: What? The hell is that? <laughs> grudge fucking. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> just like you ain't saying ain't to, it again? You ain't, got, <laughs> you ain't got to like them. You just get it.
0: I don't. I don't like that. I like the other stuff with sex. I like the uh, emotional connection and the oh, you want to do closeness and intimacy. You I like do all that stuff. Fuck
1: that.
0: I rather masturbate. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Then you to made just this have g- random sex with somebody random.
1: You it like Halle Berry. Like she made that horrible ass cat woman. I would grudge for Halle Berry because she made that shitty ass cat woman movie. You made this shitty movie. I'm I'm getting it hard. (laughs) 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 Sorry. We're off the rails. I apologize. Your next topic. I guess it's both our next topic because we both got this. Yeah. Okay. So here's a story that we both actually kind of looked up. We just did two signs of the coin, man. Uh, Tyrese Child Abuse Investigation Dropped days after his meltdown so unless you've been on a rock um tyrese or under a- the rock <laughs> <laughs> hey. oh, i see what you did there and i like it um uh, tyrese got on social media and melted down over his daughter like that motherfucker was full-blown boo-hooing like full-blown <laughs> a lot of people baby. A lot of people gave him shit for that, but then I was like, he just want to be a dad, y'all. Like, shit, let that nigga be a dad. He just want his kid. He just want his kid. I, it's alright. Well, What's me. the line? Where's the line? What you mean? Where's the line?
0: What about what about uh what about Uncle Kelly? What about <laughs> his kids? Can he just be a dad? Cause he want to be a dad. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can't even answer this shit. <laughs>
0: No. No. Uncle so Kenley. what we have established is there is a line by which if you cross it that you are restricted from being able to be a dad just because you want it. <laughs> Those are two different people
1: that we're talking well, I about.
0: I know, I'm just saying. Is there something that you find out Tyrese did that will make you not say that? Shit. <laughs> Fuck. Yes. <laughs> So, we don't know what Tyrese did, but he's alleging to have been beating their ass for some time. And getting on this TV and crying, or the, what is it, Instagram? It getting was on, on Instagram. Instagram and it crying, was. ain't gonna change it. Apparently it did, because they
1: got the, the case
0: got dropped. The case, got, the case got, got dropped by child services, which means that, that don't mean that he ain't beating them folks. It means that, they're not pressing charges. This <laughs> happened all the time with my job. They don't press charges all the time on abuse cases if the parents cooperate. Do you think
1: Tyrese beat his kid? Hell his yeah. Tyrese looks soft as fuck, cuz.
0: Huh? Yeah, that's why. I I look,
1: can I whoop Tyrese ass. The
0: people that been whooping their kids on Facebook soft look soft as fuck, but they, <laughs> that power dynamic. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just. Tyrese teeth make him look like he was sucking on a pacifier for too
1: long. He was. I'll be, I'll whoop Tyree's ass. I'll
0: beat her, Tyrese.
1: Yeah, that nigga don't scare me. He ain't no scary you. Just ass because dude. he don't scare you don't
0: mean he can't whoop your ass. Nah, I, don't, I doubt that. So, best case scenario, you'll start the fight. Oh, I disrespect. i step all over the nigga Jay. I <laughs> <laughs> disrespect that nigga as much as That's I possibly can. You're gonna knock his fried chitlins out of his hand, huh? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, Jody. <laughs> what you gonna do to me, Jody, nigga? Man, I got choked up by me. Right. You got, you got, you got punked by Snoop Dogg with lo- luxurious curls, <laughs> <laughs> And baby boy. <laughs> his curls was like luxurious as fuck, and you got scared. <laughs> Nigga, I will whoop
0: your ass. I think Tyrese. I think any. I think any man is capable, regardless of what they look like, to have been beaten up on his family.
1: I just, I don't know. I have to have evidence, I guess. I don't really I don't know the whole story And I'm I'm at the point now uh, Where n- Like news is so They always trying to get ratings Or always trying to get Reads or clicks and shit That I'm like And they don't never have No good evidence for shit man So I'm, I'm just one of the type of people Where like you put that shit out In the news Like I gotta do my own research And I just don't know any I don't have any evidence Evidence of him Being this little girl's ass Like that You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, what kind of evidence are you supposed to have? Uh, Well, I mean, in the Adrian Peterson situation, they had pictures of his little boy with with whips and shit all over him.
0: Well, that's because AP didn't know it was wrong. So you think Tyrese know the difference? No, what I'm saying is when you don't know it's wrong, you whip your kids and you still send them to summer camp, you know, because you thought you were just being a good disciplinarian, Uh and that's a different situation. But Tyrese, they say that he put his knees in that girl back. God damn with her ass. And when she was eight. Or very young, I don't know which mm-hmm. what age. But if he's doing anything resembling that, he'll need to see his damn kids. And he mad about thirteen thousand dollars. I mean that's lowballing still. For his career.
1: He for him, ain't no multi millionaire like that, cuz. Tyrese got money. He ain't got that kind of money. Look at him. Tyree ain't got no money like that, dog. He ain't got no money like that, dude. He got money. I mean, Fast and Furious keeping paid and Transformers, (laughs) but I don't think I think that thirteen thousand probably killing his pockets. But he shouldn't. I don't know. He shouldn't never fuck.
0: That's based thirteen thousand based off your salary, so is he can afford it?
1: Hmm. Mm Hmm. He can afford it. Well, I mean, the story's out now. They're saying Will and Jada had to give him about five million to keep him keep him afloat. Who? Tyrese. What kind of connection they got with the man? Shit, they probably just felt bad for him cause he cried. Get on social media and you cry. You sure they gave him five million? Yes. Seriously? Let me find the story, bro. What the Hell Will and Jada doing? Will and Jada got plenty. Plenty of money. Why they give it to this crying ass nigga? <laughs> He needed help. No, he need to be at a facility (laughs) getting help with this depression.
0: He don't need five million dollars to go stunt on somebody.
1: Here's the story right here Will and Jada Linz, Tyrese five mil to keep him afloat, quote unquote. Linz, he ain't getting that back. (laughs) Will, you ain't getting that money back. But here, yeah, because you really, I ain't finna read the story, but there it is right there. And they got a picture together. See, five mil. Keep him afloat. they ain't getting that money back. They don't need it. That's a drop in the the bucket for them. They got plenty of money. I don't know how. Well, Will Will Smith seemed like a cheap motherfucker. Somebody
0: owe me $20. I want it
1: back. (laughs) I don't need it. (laughs) This shit mine.
0: Yo, fuck how long they holding on to it? That's my money.
1: I'm just saying, cuz. like they gave
0: this man $5 million? $5
1: million. How they think he gonna get it back? They got to keep him afloat. They trying to keep him afloat, keep his head above water. Good times. How they think
0: he going to give $5 million back when he ain't even got to work to be able to pay $13,000 child support? The next
1: Fast Furious. Oh, wait. He ain't going to be in the next Fast and Furious movie if Rock is in it. So they probably going to gonna
0: have to take him to court and make him pay nah, more child support off God. that $5 No Nah,
1: man. Will and Jada got it. They ain't tricking if you got it, cuz. They got it. They got it. It's straight. They good. They probably was like, here you go. Pay us back when you when you when you can. That's cool. Keep him afloat. Why not? Why don't nobody like Tyrese?
0: What has he ever done? He is giving horrible relationship advice. He get out here on who, Instagram. Okay, one. Who the fuck says I going to listen to Tyrese about relationship Somebody advice? Somebody listening to Tyrese. <laughs> Black ass. Somebody listening to him. Who? <laughs> what did a? Dang, what's that dude's name? <laughs> Mother sucker. <laughs> Oh, Michael Blackson. Michael Blackson. (laughs) He said, uh, he said, Tyrese, we, uh, we're going to, uh, me and a lot of other dark skinned niggas have decided to trade you. (laughs) He said, me, uh, Wesley Snipes. He named like three other real dark skinned dudes. He said, we trade you for Drake and somebody else. (laughs) Oh, Steph Curry. (laughs) Yeah, we trade you for
1: Drake and Steph Curry. I was like, this dude's so silly. I just, I feel bad for Tyrese. Maybe I'm the only one, man. I, don't feel I just better. see that dude just trying to... He just wanted to see his daughter, dog. And he just broke... That nigga had a meltdown. Fuck it. I, I want to see my baby. What's wrong with that? If he punched in the face... He, he didn't punch it. it. Where's the evidence? Evidence.
0: I need evidence. Give me facts. The facts is that a mama and a daughter <laughs> who had more to gain by being with Tyrese said they was tired of getting
1: their ass whooped and they <laughs> left Tyrese. It's like... It's like that Chappelle show skit where he was talking about (laughs) about R. Kelly peeing on the girl. (laughs) It's like that. I need, hey, be honest. You got to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt. I don't think so. I don't think so. Enough shadow
0: of a doubt is the two people that are involved in the situation saying that it happened. Why would they say it happened and it not happened? To get more money. They would have more money being
1: with Tyrese. <laughs> get more money out of him for this child. They boy. would have more money. She might not want to be with him no more. That nigga might not wash his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, he might now not Tyrese wash his ass. Tyrese got spanking booty. Yeah, balls might be gummy and sweaty all the time. She can't suck them nuts. <laughs> she can't suck on gummy nuts, dog. She can't do that. I can't be yeah. with this nigga.
0: Not like she had for some time now.
1: Sometimes you gotta go through what you gotta go through to get what you want. You gotta use what you got to get what you want. I'm not willing to give Tyrese benefit of the doubt. That's fucked up. I'm willing to give the people who've been potentially victimized the benefit of the doubt. Where's the evidence? I need proof. Just to say, cause you can't go off of what people say no more. Cause yes, we've already, can. we've already, we've already been, we've already seen where that can go left, and then they be like, "Oh, I was okay. I wasn't truthful about that." <laughs> I work in a field where you gotta listen to the kids. and So it, the kids said something like that? Yeah, the, the girl said this. The little girl? The little girl. I didn't see that article. Yeah,
0: that was, they told her what happened. What happened to the girl? I don't know, but there was some allegations that that's what happened. That he, you know...
1: Couldn't find the story, huh?
0: No, I couldn't find it. Nigga, exactly. now I gotta go look again. Exactly. Alright, so... What the claims are Mm -hmm. is that...
1: Oh, so you found it.
0: Yeah, Tyrese went into a rage, pushed our daughter to the ground, pinned her face down, put his knees on her back, grabbed her hands with one arm, and beat her with the other.
1: Let me ask you a question. What's your source? What's your news source for this? BET is the news source. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, BET is the fucking... Point taken, Listen, sir. all of these articles are Point the source for taken. this whole situation
0: for you to have your perspective. Like, that logic should be, you shouldn't believe any of the shit going on at all, right? If we're going to use articles like this, these are the same kind of articles you use.
1: BT, Like, they're a respectable news source for it- for in t- for for news. Where did you get your original article about Tyrese? That's not the point, sir. <laughs> <I'm just> saying, <laughs> what is it? That's not the point. <laughs> Where I got mine from? I got it from Ball Alert. <laughs> Ball Alert.
0: <laughs> Don't judge me. We in the same boat, man. <laughs>
1: and no paddles. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the point, damn it. I understand. No, I, understand. I I no, I was just fucking with you, man. I ain't, I'm sorry. I got to see some evidence, man. I'm sorry. I I just don't... I don't know. If one
0: day your daughter says somebody at school touched me, are you going to be looking for the evidence? Touched like what? I don't know. But are you going to wait for the evidence before you do something? Or are you going to say it didn't happen because... We got to see the evidence. My I, have to,
1: I have to go investigate at school.
0: <laughs> you better go whoop somebody's ass. <laughs> I'm going to go
1: investigate. I'm going to just hang around. I ain't going to talk to the principal yet. I'm going to just drive up there and just park. She had school with and Freddy, Freddy Krueger. I'm going to be like, what teacher was this?
0: What does your teacher when teach you? The teacher you? was a janitor before he became Freddy Krueger. It <laughs> was a janitor? You know Freddy Krueger's story? Yeah
1: He well, was a general At that school And then was touching Them kids And their parents Burned them uh, up In the building Oh if it was a general that's, that's what I just whoop All the asses, All of them Yeah Oh I'm gonna <laughs> Believe me man I'm just go. I'm a be a ninja On that Home. shit With no evidence <laughs> <laughs> Well they general They got teachers <laughs> I'm just saying like, they, You know They janitors. They ain't getting Paid much anyway So yes without evidence Okay if it's a, Now if it's a teacher It's different thing and now I gotta Why is different teacher? if it's a teacher because that i could potentially that could be different i'm just <laughs> I, saying I have, I have no logic i have no method to the madness i'm it. just saying at some
0: point you gotta believe somebody and what, i know what you mentioned earlier about the sexual abuse being rampant in the black community yeah. abuse is rampant too so i'm more likely to believe a child saying that these abuses happen Versus believing an adult that say they didn't happen right. because the adults got a lot to lose by lying, the kids don't got nothing to lose by telling the truth.
1: You right, You're you know. Right. I, I don't know. So I, I thought at one point in time I really thought it was just the the mom that was spreading this shit. Now like, yeah, she, I mean, she just want more money. It could be, but at the end of the day, I'm still gonna
0: believe victims over. The victimize most of the time. I got you. you. know, because that's what we struggle with in the African-American community. We want people to believe us. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we don't get believed about stuff. So, when it comes to women and children, especially girls, mm. when it's the children, yeah. I'm more, the, the man gotta show evidence that he ain't did that versus right. them showing evidence that he did. That makes sense. You know, that's just how I that look at it. But I do work in the world of child abuse
1: and things of that nature. You know. Yeah. See, you work in that world, <sighs> man. I don't, I'm you know. just a, I'm just a black I'm just a black dude. I'm just a black old Bill sitting <laughs> yeah, on a, Capitol Hill. I'm just a Bill. <laughs> on oh, Capitol Hill. <laughs> hey, schoolhouse rock, man. Conjunction, Junction. What's your function? Hooking, Hooking up. up words. <laughs> making
0: them sound <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what mine was? Lolly, Lolly, Lolly,
1: get your adverbs here. here. I don't know why that, that 'cause like, it had a black dude in it. Yeah. Was that the one where he was a superhero? No, they had one that was mm-hmm. a superhero. I can't never remember the song with That's that, but it was good. It was like soulful, like yeah, black women singing it and everything. <laughs> it was tight.
0: It up. Anyway, uh, look, Cole Jackson, I appreciate you for joining me today, taking over for Red.
1: No problem. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad
0: I was invited to do that. Yeah, enjoy the exchange, man. It was it was a good good conversation.
1: Uh where can they find you at? Oh, well everybody. It's time for me to shield one more time. Well, uh you can find me. Um I I am I every Monday on BYK net. I do the news breaks all uh, from eight to two. So I got, I got that. I got a podcast. You can catch me on government name podcast. That's G-U-B-M-I-N-T. Uh, name and you can go to any any you can go to the website bykradio.net to listen to that uh, on top of all the other podcasts that we have. Um, what else? Social introvert and Black Married Fly. Yes, shout out to both of them, man. Appreciate y'all. Uh, and you can what else you can catch me? Social media. If you want to catch me on Twitter, it's Cole Jackson one and if you want to catch me on Instagram, it's Cole Jackson underscore B-Y-N-K. And if you are a fat girl that looks cute in the face, you can DM me on both of those. Um, I ain't got nothing else, man. I, that's, that's it. I don't think I done gave y'all everything that I got. Giving you the best that I got. Anita <laughs> <Need> baker. <laughs> <laughs> she can get it, too.
0: <laughs> you know, Andre 3000 trying to do a Anita
1: Baker clothing line. I'm with it. I'm with you. It's
0: 130,000,
1: man. Don't nobody. You know what? I was listening to Nita Baker the other night, and I just be feeling like, don't nobody give her no props. Nita Baker could sing her ass off. She had that deep voice. But if she could sing,
0: she could sing.
1: She could sing her ass off. I love me some Nita Baker. DM me, Anita. Is she still alive? Yeah, she's still alive. Okay, I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) DM me, (laughs) Anita. Is she still alive?
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> Nina Mike might be dead. Yes, yeah, she's alive, okay. man. Andre 3000 had to reach out to her about that idea. Okay. So that's how I know. I nobody ever uh, talk about it. If I want to read man. that article, then I would have thought she might have been dead. See?
1: Too. See? I ain't wrong in my thinking. You ain't DM wrong. DM me, you need to if you, if you're out there. She, she might and be me. too old to know where dm DMing is. Send me a letter <laughs> in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I can't give you my address because they'll come find me. But send me something. That's it, man. I ain't got nothing else, am Hey, guys, I know uh, last thing. I ain't read, but I try to do the best I can read. Can't wait for you to get back on the show so I can listen to you squirm. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you got nothing else on your mind? No, sir. All right. Well, until
0: we come to the next conversation, holla. Holla, y'all. <laughs>